All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Resonate Into Riches podcast. I am your host, Marquise Trent, and I'm super excited, man. I got I got Richmond Royalty in the house today, man. We're going to really dig into some good stuff in today's episode. I met this brother some time ago. Uh, we knew some mutual people, and one of my friends introduced me to him, and uh, i just been watching him for some time. He's definitely changed his life around. He's building legacy. He's not only building something for his own family, but he's empowering other entrepreneurs, people of color, to go out there, get this bag, get this money, and put their families in a great position. So I want to introduce to some of y'all, but reintroduce to many others, Eric Hunter. How you doing, bro? Hey, man. I'm doing good, brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate that um, phenomenal introduction, man, and um, just speaking highly on my name. And I'm I'm glad to be here with you, bro. I'm, I'm glad that I got the opportunity to sit with you. Hey, man, you know, the pleasure's all mine. I really appreciate it. So before we start talking about all this this wealth, you know, the impact mm-hmm. you're creating in the, in the community, just tell the people a little bit, you know, where you're from, man. You know, a little bit about your background, your upbringing and stuff like that. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Um, I'm from Richmond, Virginia. I'm from the south side of Richmond, Virginia, man. Um I grew up over there. I got some family from the north side, so I spent a lot of time okay. over there as well. But uh, you know, pretty much low income areas mm-hmm. growing up in the struggle. Um, you know, mom looking for food stamps, who got them for sale when she mm-hmm. you know, she can't find them. She she, you know, wants some extra help, man. Just trying to mm-hmm. make it, man. Just grew up in the struggle and um uh, and you know, yeah. in, in a normal black upbringing that that's that's what i at least what i think is what i know to be normal understood understood so when it came to the struggle did you see that you had to go and do things that probably endangered your safety or endangered your your well-being to just you know try to get to the bank yeah absolutely man as i look back on it man you know i've done some things and put myself in some position that um, a lot of people don't make it out of. So, mm. you know, whether that's um, selling drugs, mm-hmm. you know, um, being in environments where gun activity and violence is happening, man, bullets mm-hmm. don't have a name on them. They don't. You know, um, going through different things, um, just different struggles in the environment as well, you know, having mm-hmm. to defend yourself and, um, mm-hmm. you know, having problems with people. You know, it's just it's just like a, a, a it's a, it's a bunch of chaos at the bottom, man. Where everybody's mm-hmm. struggling, nobody has mm-hmm. enough, man. It creates frustration, and people don't get along well in those type of environments. And I just feel like, yeah, man, just even being present in that proximity was mm-hmm. um, was something that I, you know, that is dangerous, man. So, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely would say that. Absolutely. I just watched one of your reels uh, at the time of this recording, and you were saying that, you know, you was riding with your son and, mm-hmm. you know, you was hustling and things of that nature. And I, I know that you mentioned that you did some time. So you got caught up to a, you got caught up in the street so much that you even end up going away for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I got caught up in the situation, you know, obviously, man, I've been doing stuff before i got caught you know what i'm saying yeah, of course. you know you don't ever get caught the f- <laughs> you never get caught the first time right for sure um but yeah uh i ended up getting caught out there man mm-hmm. um i had you know some gun, a gun 
mm-hmm. with uh you know drugs it was a legal gun but having drugs would it made it illegal change the situation for sure yeah man so you know that ended up creating a situation where i had to go you know to the federal institution man and uh you know it was my first time ever getting in trouble and but being that it was like with the gun and stuff it was kind of federal so i ended up learning a valuable lesson in there though i was in there with career criminals menace to societies and i didn't even know what these terms really meant until i met people that were career criminals or menace to society and you know they were telling me like hey you know, they call me Lil VA in there because, like, mm-hmm. in the feds, they call you from what state you from. That's how yeah. they kind of group yeah. you. And they, you know, they just told me, you know, like, man, you lucky to come in here and have this opportunity to go home mm-hmm. at, at some relatively soon point mm-hmm. versus us. We in here, you know, for, for the long haul. And you can take, you know, you a bright young man. You could take what uh what we what we doing in here and what we telling you, bro. And just know that it's not for you, man. Go home and do the right thing. So, yeah, man, I ended up, you know, having to um, go down that road, man, and learn that lesson, man. It's a valuable lesson, though. I will say that. I appreciate you saying that, though, man, because, you know, some cats, as you and I both know, they Mm -hmm. get on that revolving door. You know, they go, they out here wilding, they slinging iron, for those that don't know, shooting guns and selling drugs and stuff. But then they go in come out with no direction, nobody right. to pour into them, and they go right back and literally just, man, it can become a vicious cycle. So I'm glad, brother to brother, to see that you came home, got your mind right, and you make an impact. That's what it's about. That's why I'm so uh, excited and quick to give a person like yourself the platform to our people and those that are looking to learn and say, hey, Maybe I got discharged, dishonorable discharge from the military. Maybe I got a felon on my record. Maybe I right. got a dozen misdemeanors. Maybe a mom with three or four children, you know, right. single mom. But these, this podcast is about giving people hope. And right. resonate into riches is about not just the practical stuff and the tactical stuff, but the unseen. What habits did you have? What mindset did you develop? What, right. what systems? Because I be looking at your stuff, bro, I be on there reading books. And talking about books and talking about true mindset stuff. So at the end of the day, it don't matter what your background is. You could not have gotten to where you are. Eric ain't do certain things, man. So I salute you on that. Uh, What would you say while you were sitting down on the inside? Like, did you have a moment of clarity in there that made you say, man, when I get home? Because I know, you know, I never did no time. I've been arrested many times, like, but I ain't no real time. But at the end of the day, it's like, man, I know I can't keep coming in, in this junk. I can't keep doing this. So it's yeah. like, did you have a moment of clarity on the inside where you're like, no, nah, I know people say it, but when I go home, I'm not coming back in here, bro. Like, I'm going to make some money and I'm going to do my thing. Did you have yeah. one of the moments? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I will say, um, to be 100% honest, bro, I don't. I know that wasn't when the moment happened for me. You know what I'm for saying? Sure. I was 23 years old. I was fresh in the streets. I was yeah. active. Yeah. I didn't really feel like, you know, I, I knew I didn't want to be in jail, of course. But, you know, by the time they let me go, man, I was getting settled in. I didn't even want to leave. You know, to gotcha. be honest with you, I was, you gotcha. know, kind of, escal- you know, growing in that culture. Mm-hmm. And, um... Mm-hmm. 
I was still in that mindset, bro. So mm -hmm. while I did miss my family and my kids and miss being a free man, I ultimately still was thinking the same way while I was inside of there. It didn't really hit me until I got home mm -hmm. and um, I had that conversation with my son that was in that reel. You know, it didn't really hit me till, till then, till after I got home and I understood that I had a felony and I understood I was doing some of the same things and I understood that if I got caught again, I was going to go up that road for a very long time. Sure. I understood sure. that. So sure. for me, that's when the moment of clarity happened because it was like, yo, bro, you actually got a chance to make a decision right now. It's still in your hands. That was one thing I didn't like about the, 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 the first time. I guess one of the realizations was, yo, you can't go nowhere. You know, that was, that was, that was a, that was a, you know, a realization for me. I will say that I had inside of there and that stuck with me. And it's like, you know, when you, when you, when you in there, you do think about it and you want to do something different. You don't want to be in there. So obviously it does cross your brain. Like, Hey, I'm going to do some things differently. But when I thought about it, when I came home and I was actually free and it came to my brain like that, I was like, all right, well, I got an actual chance and an opportunity to make a decision right now that can ultimately save me from making from from going down the wrong road and then i can't control it and mm -hmm. then i'm just you know what i'm saying like so like so that's that. how that that was that was what happened bro for me man i had that yeah. epiphany that, that that situation you know that that realization and mm -hmm. uh had that conversation with my son and that motivated me right there because i i was fortunate enough to you know, see positive role models growing up, whether they was in the streets or whatever, you know, I had a mm -hmm. father, my dad, you know, was a good man. He still is, you know, That's and um, up, I had other people that I've seen, you know, I, my dad, you know, he contributed to me mostly indirectly. I just watched mm -hmm. him and learned from him. It wasn't a lot that I learned from him, you know, about certain stuff, you know, he's my dad. So he taught me a lot overall, but mm -hmm. you know, when it came down to like, doing this business and being professional and handling business certain ways and doing certain things. I had to learn that from other men that I seen along the way. And I just, you know, I just wanted to do that. And I took to them. So, you know, um, that's what I would really say, bro, is, is sure. just, just being in that type of, you know, situation created yeah. that, you know, that environment for me. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing all that, man, uh, to unpack that a little bit. I totally get it. Been there when you, as you say, you active, you making moves, you, 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 you know, you just in that world, in that vortex, man. Like the street is like a vortex, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And then, especially when you, when you in it and you like, man, I only did a year, two, three, four, even a nickel, like even if you did five, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It came home, you feel young, you like, mm -hmm. all right. Especially when you're doing crime, it's like, all right. I did this and they got me. I did that and they got me. So a lot of times you you in the criminal mind of how can I do it better to not get caught? You know, yeah. at least from some of the cats I know, I know you know, it's, yeah. at least from what I've experienced, even as we see in the movies, it don't really seem like it's a longevity plan when you when you right. hustling. It's like, yeah. well, I'm gonna get this money, but you don't really hear cats say, well, I'm gonna get, you know, I'm gonna run up a check, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stack 20 bands, then I'm gonna go get me a real estate property. Or I'm gonna right. go get me a a, a, right. a dump truck. Or I'm a, It's like no, you might say that, like yeah, I'm gonna get some money, but then you caught up in it. 
you going to yeah. the club, you getting the drinks, you you like yeah. to sing, you like to feel good, look good, the power. So yeah. that's a whole nother conversation of a trap. But where would you say the transition came when you came home? Like what, what got mm. E into real estate, man? When did you find real estate? Man, so uh, I'm going to say this. I came home and, um, you know, it was uh, it was new for me. I came home and they said, well, you either have to get a job or you have to go to school. So mm. I just was always against a job. So I ended up going to school. For so sure. I went to Jay Sarge and um, that's a, a junior college out here in Richmond. And um, man, you know, I, I was went for business management, entrepreneurship. Now, granted, while I don't think I learned too much there, it did spark something. And so from what I'm learning, you know, like, and when I talk to some of my friends from back in the day and they tell me, like, how I was, I always had the seed of, like, entrepreneurship in me. You know, I, I don't really remember that, but they always tell me, like, hey, when I had this amount of money, bro, you told me just, hey, take 20000 and put it to the side and do something with it. And I'm like, what? I did say that? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I didn't, you know, I, I don't remember that yeah. mindset. But, man, so yeah. I went for entrepreneurship and business administration. And, um... You know, after that, that kind of sparked the seed in me. And um, then just, you know, getting off probation and then just kind of getting comfortable and just realizing that, hey, bro, you know, you're you're not in a position to make enough money on a job or anywhere else, for that matter, that you know of, that your level of awareness is given to you, right. where you're going to make enough money to be able to 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 live a life like a a superstar you know sure. or somebody that's lavish and yeah. i always told my mom i was going to the nba so i always dreamed big you know okay. i always thought i would have you know what i'm saying and so that didn't align with my thoughts of myself and yeah. so that's how i ended up back into doing the street thing and then one day i was looking um i used to look at world star hip-hop every day and I seen a guy named Jay Morrison on there. And he uh it was his first video he had uh made on World Star Hip Hop, and it was called like Wake Up, and it was talking about the culture and just talking about how black people are like, you know, trapped. And um I was he was like he was a three time felon in three different states, but he was in the back of a Maybach in a suit. And I mean that just piqued my interest. And I looked him up and he, yeah. And I looked him up and he was a celebrity realtor. For sure. And once I found out that he was in the real estate, I said, okay, I'm a felon. It's hard to really do anything as a felon, but you can do real estate. I'm seeing. Okay. Well, immediately the next day I went and Googled the real estate class, called him up and they said that I could do it. And they said wow. that, hey, it wasn't, you know, anybody can come get a real estate license. And, um, mm. you know, it was like they had it in three months, a month, and a week. And I took the week class. So that's how I attack things. I attack things. Like, the ever since class. that day, I attack things. Anybody around you, anybody, or anybody around me, anybody that you talk to that's around me, that's one of the main things they'll tell you is, like, I implement things with speed. For I sure. attack things very fast. So... So that's how I did the real estate thing. And it and it just all built up from there. I met somebody in the class that introduced me to wholesaling, uh, you know, and then I just on and on and on and on. So, sure. so, so that's how the transition happened. 
appreciate you sharing that. I want to stop you right there though, because you said a key thing. Did you did you always attack stuff with speed, or did you think in that moment like something just shifted inside you that you be you began to do it then? Because sometimes you know, as people, we might get info, we drag our feet, or I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it next week, or let me right. think about it a little bit. What made right. you think that? Did you always attack stuff quick, or you think right. that was something that just developed? in that moment with the new Eric, because you really became another person. I did. That new level of awareness in that moment. Like. Absolutely, bro. And I would say, um, no, I didn't always attack stuff with that same speed. You know, I was a mm-hmm. procrastinator, you know what I mean? Like mm. before as well. But let's face it, right? Any Most of us that are working jobs, we don't really like the jobs that we're doing. We're just doing it because the money is attractive and we mm-hmm. want to live a certain type of lifestyle. So mm-hmm. we're forced to do it. But if you find something where you see that there's a benefit for your future, where you can stop trading your time for money, but still live a life, a dream lifestyle, mm. and you can clearly see it in your, in your mind, then mm. you're going to attack, you're going to attack these things way differently. You're going to attack it with zeal and, and, and like initiation. That. Like you're going to take initiative to do these things because you know that this, this is for you. This is going to pay off for you. This is something that's, you know, not being done for somebody else's interest, but really going to make a change in your, you and your family's life. That's why I attack things the way I did. So with that, with that, all that you just said right there, um, I think my first question is how many children do you have? How old Mm -hmm. is the oldest? And Mm -hmm. have they always been your drive of that mindset? And the reason I asked that last part, and I reiterate the question, because Mm -hmm. some people have children, but they still don't have that drive, drive, drive all the time. They just like, hey, man, you know, hey, I got my kids. But so my question is, how many children do you have? Right. How old is your oldest? And was this a path that you say, man, I can really take care of my children because they motivate you? Yeah. So my oldest is 17. I have four children. My oldest is 17. I have twins. They're 10. Ooh. They're boys. And I have a, my daughter. My only girl is four. And, right. um. Have they always been my driving factor for this journey? Yeah, they have, okay. man. And um, not only them, but myself, too. I wanted it for myself. I wanted it for, for sure. my family. I wanted to make my mom proud. I used to tell my mom I was going to the NBA. For and sure. um, I got distracted. For and sure. I didn't go to the NBA. But I still love my mom. And I love myself. I hold myself to a level of integrity. That's it right there. And I'm not about to tell my mom that I'm going to the NBA or that I'm going to retire her and I'm just playing. You know, I'm a grown man. And and I was a young man as well. And we, we you know, men, you know, we dominate. You know, we we, we, we are given dominion over this earth. And sure. when we say something, you know, we, we mean it. You know, we really, you know, we, we, we mean it. And we want these things to come into fruition. So Absolutely. for me, um... For me, the integrity to myself and then the integrity to my kids as a man, you know, always have held me accountable to to doing these things, you know, because I I, I love my children. I love my I love myself, you know, and I I, want to experience the most out of life. And I believe that it's possible. I just you know, I like to take notes with each guest in general, because these. It's about that wisdom. It's about that nuggets. And I'm learning. Like, I get to pull and, and learn, you know. Right. And it's some of the key things you said, because, again, resonate into riches, understanding mm-hmm. we vibrational beings, we spiritual beings. And 
You got to adjust yourself to new information, grow as a mm-hmm. person. And that's what you said. One of the most key things that I've been learning lately in order for you to be successful is self-integrity. Your self-confidence mm-hmm. comes from that self-integrity, not continuously breaking your word. So you said that as Eric's mindset, hey, I love myself. That was the key thing that you said, bro. Like, you don't hear a lot of people say that. Like, I love myself. Like, not on some old crazy stuff, but like some, nah, like, I care about me too. So I right. appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, I do it for my daughter and my sons and all that. But I do it for me too, bro. Like, right, right. <laughs> I look in the mirror right. and see me every day. So that's powerful, yeah. man. So look, can you ball, man? Can you can you hoop, man? Hey, bro, to this day. <laughs> so I wanted, just because you want to go don't mean you can ball. Like, can you hoop, bro? Now, I'll tell you something, man. Um, I was really good at the age group I was in. Okay. My skills kind of still at that level. Okay. But that was still that was still grown man ball. I'm not necessarily I don't think I'm NBA material, but okay. um street ball, you know, I'm 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 a decent player to have a decent role player to have on the team, man. Okay. You know, especially since I done started running three miles a day now. I'm back in shape, getting I myself. Seen your there. Watch. Okay, so don't okay, yeah. okay. Man, yeah. so you out there hitting the track. So you you running outside or indoor yeah, track? Yeah, I'm running outside. Doing? I'm okay. going to do an indoor track now because it's getting a little cold. But <laughs> It's getting cold. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I do the outdoor. I love running running outdoors now. It's it's a, sure. new, a newfound hobby I got. For sure. So yeah, let's transition a little bit. Tell me about some of the routines that have made you successful. So you, okay. you're starting to run now. So like, do you work out? Do you lift weights? You mm-hmm. know? Do you diet well? Do you do supplements? Tell me about rest. Like, what makes Eric a successful uh, real estate investor? But um, what makes me a successful real estate investor and, like, the habits is pretty much, um, I would say, just starting small with 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 small disciplines, um, small disciplines, small habit changes, you know, things that you can, if you can take account in your life, and you can look at the things that you know that you're doing every day. Like nobody knows what you do. That's mm-hmm. you know bull crap, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Just starting to take one small thing away every day, mm-hmm. you know, and then that'll help you to build. Even if it's making up your bed, just committing to hey, I'm gonna make up my bed every day before I leave. But that's that's something that I started with. It's like yo, I'm gonna make up my bed every day before I leave, and at least I accomplished one thing. Because yeah. cause, cause I would go through my days having this long list of to-dos, mm-hmm. but, man, I get in my head, and somehow I don't accomplish not one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had many days like that where I've been a successful person, and I've struggled with getting things done because I might have hit a climax or I might have hit all my goals, and I don't have no more goals, so I'm just plateauing, and it's like I don't have no drive. So it's always just taking account for me, looking at my life, <clears throat> taking account for me, looking at my life, looking at the things that I don't want to be doing or that the successful future me would say, yo, you know, you can't be doing this to be me. And I try to cut them things out of my life one at a time until I build up enough courage and strength to cut them all out or to really right. make a big impact. So that's how I you know, have handled that. Man, I hope y'all hearing this, man. He is dropping some fire on here, y'all. He is dropping some fire. Man, you, you again, resonate into riches, y'all. It's about the unseen. It's about the habits. Because like I was saying, you know, he can sit right here and give y'all literally a million-dollar plate that you'll have to pay this man for. 
But if you don't have the mindset, if you don't have the belief, if you don't have the drive to go do it, you it don't even matter. So Facts. that's why it's so important to learn the mindset of successful individuals, the heart set, the principles. What principles do you believe? One of the biggest principles he already said, it's the integrity of myself. When he was talking earlier, he said it was the level of awareness that I didn't have at that moment. So even listening to his language, a brother that they did some time, that they sold drugs, been out in the streets, ripping and running, doing all that. Now, even though that hasn't left him, like he can tap back into it because we can always tap back into old ways and old natures. He speaks well. He knows how to articulate. He knows how to speak to the people to use OPM, other people's money and things of that nature. And I'm going to just say it as a brother on here. It don't make him no, no less black, no less nothing else, which I believe is one of the poisonous mindsets that we got to destroy in the black culture, specifically talking to uh, people of color, that you not you less black or you less this because you decide to educate yourself and to become better because, and I don't want to make the episode about that, but we've always been smart, intelligent, beautiful people that have built America, have been millionaires in times past and all of that. But those right. aren't, those truths don't align with the narrative that's taught out here. So just like he was saying earlier about seeing his dad doing stuff, indirectly we don't we're not drawn to that because that don't fit the narrative on a wide scale because we're drawn to what the narrative is when we see the narrative continuously we unfortunately begin to resonate large scale with that narrative instead of the truth that there were many black wall streets that were black black people have always had you know and there have always been blacks that have created and built wealth and things of that nature but if that's not taught if that's not our reality, if that's not, like Eric said, in our awareness, then as a people, largely, of course, there's always levels. And people were just to be drawn to the other foolishness, man. So I just felt that it was necessary to share that, bro. That was some solid stuff about the disciplines, really. So tell the people, man, I've seen some of your pictures, bro, bro, on jets and planes and boats and all. You you making moves out here, man. Um of course, if you don't mind sharing at all, what would you nah. say has been your your top year uh, financially that you you probably earned the most money? If you don't mind sharing that, you don't even have to say a figure. You just whatever you feel comfortable sharing. Let the people know this is possible for you to get. Yeah, yeah. So um, I would say 2019 um, was was like one of my breakout years. You know. Um, I had over, I had over four six figure months in that, um, year wholesaling. Fantastic. So yeah, that was like, a um, an amazing year for me just in my wholesaling business. And, you know, Fantastic. I mean, in the last 30 days, I closed on 17 deals. So as far as making wow. money, I'm making more money than I ever made now. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's good. Um, for sure. but, for sure. but you know, yeah, 17 in the last 30 days, man. And just in my wholesaling alone, we we've had like multiple six figure months back in 2019. So, you know, it's been, it's been a good ride, man. We've been rolling for a good little while now and, um, just, just, just learning and growing, man. Bro, that's fantastic, man. I salute that truly. Um, so I'm, I really don't know real estate, bro. I've heard a few things. But if you can enlighten me and the people, one, um, 
is wholesaling your main vehicle and all right, let me let me let me formulate my question. So one is wholesaling your main vehicle, or is that the mm -hmm. only way that you've done real estate since you've been doing it? No, no, no. So there's levels to business and 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 um any industry that you get in, there's something called vertical integration. And um, you know, Nipsey talks about it, but basically you can vertically integrate in any industry, like um so what I'm saying is um, I have multiple businesses within real estate. Okay. So wholesaling is one um, and wholesaling is like the marketing business where I, I find, you know, motivated sellers to buy houses mm -hmm. from. And then from there I can wholesale them and make a mm -hmm. quick buck or I can mm -hmm. flip them myself in my construction business, which okay. is the next level. That's a fix and flip business. And then, um, you know, or I can fix them up and then refinance them and keep them as rental property. So that's the third mm. level, which is uh buy and hold. So I do all buy three of those. I'm okay. mainly on buy and hold right now because okay. ultimately, excuse me, that's the highest level of business, you know, mailbox money, passive income, you know, you got these assets cash flowing every month. Buy and hold. And okay. Yeah. So by me being um, a guy that's been doing wholesaling, fixing flips, making cash, quick pops. Mm -hmm. It's time to build wealth now where I don't have to actively work. I have, you know, money mm -hmm. coming in regardless of what. And then that's where I can start locking that into trust accounts and creating mm -hmm. generational wealth, you know, for okay. the family. But okay. uh, no, ho that's wholesale. It all started with wholesaling, though. Started with wholesaling. Bro, I appreciate that breakdown, man. That's some real business talk right there. So... Mm -hmm. For the average Joe listening, mm -hmm. who may not really believe in his business acumen at all, how easy or how difficult is it to get into wholesaling? It's What's very, the difficulty level of getting into wholesaling? Um, so wholesaling is simple to understand. Mm -hmm. It's 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 only hard when it comes down to taking action because you have mm. to be. You have to be disciplined, you have to be committed, and you have to be consistent. Word. So so that's the hard part, which is intangible. It's not like you have to lift a 100-pound brick. Yeah. You just have to be consistent, committed, and disciplined, meaning like you got to do the work every day. You got to be disciplined enough to do the work every day, be consistent enough to sit down or go do what you got to do every single day and you got to be committed to it really. So that, so that way you're able to meet failure with enthusiasm. And when I say mm. that, I mean, I mean, you're going to fail over and over again, but you have to meet failure each time with the same enthusiasm as it is the first time so that you, so that you give yourself a, a fair shot because you don't want to come to a transaction dragging because you got 30 no's and you got mm -hmm. cussed out 30 times. So now this 31st time might be the deal, but, you wearing that on your sleeve so you're not yeah. meeting the failure with enthusiasm. Is that so that's what I mean. And so that's what makes it hard if you were to ask me, because you know, not everybody has, like you said, those mindset, those those self-awareness qualities, those things that that help them to stay strong when times get rough and adversity comes. And that's an inevitable thing. Like if you in if you out here in entrepreneurship on your own, there's gonna be some adversity that you're gonna have to push through. And as you push through the adversity, doors are going to open to you, but you just have to be courageous enough and, you know, built 
to really move through that. And that starts like in your mind. Like you got to be able to push yourself through it mentally. Like, oh, it's going to be okay. I can keep going. I'm going to get there. It's okay. You know, you have to continuously pr promote to like, you know, basically be your cheerleader, be your own cheerleader in your mind and promote, you know, consistency and promote that effort so that, you know, you can have those breakthroughs, man. Man, bro, this is some powerful stuff, man. And again, sometimes it seems so simple, mm -hmm. but it's like, as they say, if it was easy, everybody would do it. So sometimes yeah. people say, oh, you know, people say the same thing and all that, but everybody has a different flair. Like one, you said you got to be willing and able to meet failure with enthusiasm. Bro, that's a, that's a whole bar right there. Like that might even be, you know, maybe the subtitle of the show or something. I don't know because I think, I don't recall when, but when I found, which I'm sure you already know, but when I found the concept or the teaching, the audio of go for no, I'm like, man, that's crazy. Like when, if you taught to go for no, then that's a complete shift of your mindset. You're like, hey, you want to buy this? No. Yes. Hey, you want to buy this? No. Yeah. That, bro, that changed everything because you going for the no. For no. Yeah. So when saying, they say, yeah. It's, it's mind-blowing, bro, to even hear something like that. So, you know, meeting failure with enthusiasm. Y'all, if y'all taking notes, write that down, man. You got to be able to meet failure with enthusiasm. He said you can have 30 no's, 30 cuss outs, but do you have the wherewithal to meet the next conversation with enthusiasm? Because that could be the conversation that changed your whole life and business. But if you yeah. carry that, like you said, carry it on your back, hey, you know, I just wanted to see if you wanted to sell your home. Yeah. And they're going to be like, yeah. man, what in the world? <laughs> right. You, 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 you're bringing that energy, that low vibration of fail, woe is me. Ain't nobody mm -hmm. on that, man. But if you yeah. come in there energized, it's that transformation. I know I was on a call, I forgot when, but it was like last week. I don't even remember mm -hmm. when the call was about. Mm -hmm. But when the lady called, or I called her, no, 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 this was this week. Mm -hmm. I was calling this particular doctor. She's a she's a minister, she's a powerhouse lady and all of that, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. about the podcast. And um, she called, she's like, hey, you know, she won't sound it down. She's like, hey, how you doing? And I was just turned. I'm like, hey, how you doing? It's a great AM, great morning, whatever. And she was like, I can feel the switch in her. Like, her energy peaked because she like, oh, mm -hmm. like, bro, yeah. turned. Like, he turned. So, hey, y'all, I hope y'all take that with you. He just dropped yeah. a major, a major nuggets. Because, again, it's these little small things that you're saying that could be the game changer. It could be the difference. It ain't always this big to do or this, this, this. What's your energy level like? What's your mindset like? What's your vibration like when you approach somebody in a sales call? All right. of those things are so valuable, bro. But you said, um, you said construction company. So you said, so you have a construction company. Is that like a help me to me? Construction company is cranes and this and that. Like, what does your construction company do? Well, so essentially, I know I don't have. A construction company, right? Okay, okay, okay. I, I am the I'm an expert at hiring experts. Perfect. So, so I put the deal together, right? Mm -hmm. I'm an expert at finding deals. I find money. I put the money together. 
after I put the money together, I found a contractor to do the work. Mm-hmm. So I'm the glue to everything that happens on like that, that side with the construction, with the financing, gotcha. with the, um, you know, permits, inspections, and just anything that needs to be coordinated mm-hmm. when it comes down to doing a real estate transaction from start to finish, I'm involved For and, sure. um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making sure that all the moving pieces are where they need to be Fantastic. to move it along. Did you always have the capability of communication like that and, and, and being that glue and all that, or was this something that developed the more you was in that world? Well, um, I will say, man, I always been an observer and, okay. um, even coming up in the streets, man, I've been, I've been around some people that were like very savvy individuals, you know, and <laughs> you know, they had, they had the talk game, you know, we they could, know. yeah, yeah. So I was able to, um, I was able to be around that and, and soak up game from them. Like I said, my father, he was, um, he ran for city council. He was like chairman of the board and, and community groups and, you know, Solid. he just he 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 wanted you know different for himself. His dad was sure. a kingpin drug dealer, and sure. you know he he went into the politics world. So I seen my dad speaking in front of audiences at a, at a young age. So when you know when I got to this road to this crossroad where I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I had to speak up for myself and really be the face of it, I was able to kind of put that on my back. Um, but no, like I said, the guy that I seen in the Maybach, he talked about riding to vocabulary CDs. So mm. I also did that to what? up my vocabulary. You know what I'm saying? So so I rode to vocabulary CDs, I, uh, YouTube, affluent um, mm. conversations, affluent words. I listened to and learned wow. new words to add to my vocabulary. Um, I created oh, a resume um, and I got an office job. And that, that in that moment, I was around, you know, um, office professional individuals. And I just kind of learned from them. I soaked up game on how they talk. And that's how I learned, you know, some the absolute leads and, you know, um, just all of that vernacular and their etiquette, the way that they carry themselves. And um, I just mixed it all up into me, who I am today. So now you got that savvy individual yep. from, from over here. And you got that same savvy yeah, crappy guy, and it's all yeah. in one, and it, and it, and you know that's what I feel like makes me so relatable and so you know valuable is my is my wide range, you know, exactly, of bro. being able to communicate and um, teach the people from where they are because I was once there, and yeah. you know, like I said, I've been I've been through so many hills and valleys that mm-hmm. it's like not too many people that I can't reach or really relate to. For sure. You know, I don't like to be the type of person that says something to somebody like let's say somebody goes through some you mm-hmm. know their car catches on fire i can't mm-hmm. say oh that's nothing because my car never caught on fire but if i was to have been through that then i feel like i'm in a position to really relate to them and say oh i know how you felt so that's that's me and that's just what i bring to the table and that's why that's that's what i really thrive off of in in learning and continuing to grow in my intelligence is like okay, I'm covering a long, I'm covering a lot of ground here from where I came to yeah. where I'm going to be able to make you know an impact in those people's lives that are just still here, you know what I'm saying, or wherever they at, mm-hmm. but especially the ones that are still here because mm-hmm. 
that's a lot of where our people are. A lot of our people, mm-hmm. you know, it's only the 1%, man. 99% is still struggling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's where a lot of my focus and uh, that's that's a part of my motivation as well, you know. Hey, man, bro, you his man. So I want y'all to hear what this man said. He was listening to Jay Morrison, and Jay Morrison recommended riding to vocabulary CDs. Yep, then he yep. said that he went and found affluent or wealthy conversations and YouTube videos to just listen how they talk. Yep. So this 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 is proof, y'all, that if you want something, yep. you can go and get it. He didn't make excuses as to why, oh, you know, I'm from the South. You know, we're from the same city. So when he said, oh, right. I'm from the... He, he specified I'm from the South side, you know, and I have family in the North side. But back home, we just say the South or the North, right. you know. Right. So right. I understand. And a lot of those cats and females, they, many of them, they're not talking the same lingo. Now, both of, both me and Eric are getting older. So we, mm-hmm. we grow as people. So... Some of our peers and other people. I be on Facebook and seeing some of the some of the folk from we call it the R back home in Richmond. I see some folk mm. from the R that are progressive. People going yeah. on international trips, people going on boats, people doing real estate, people, people making moves, man. This ain't like the old R where it's like people either just hustling or locked up and just ain't doing like people are progressing in this yeah. time. So to yeah. hear that you took the initiative to go and Listen to how people talk because you like you know like I know I've seen you you know you post good content you posting you know you're right. signing deals you're in the bank like I love the, the the social proof that you show but it goes to also show that you know you gotta you gotta speak a certain lingo at the yeah. end of the day people judge a book by its cover and if you yeah. come in there you know what I'm saying jaw jacket talking and slang and it's like you know. It could yeah. be a turn off to a person that could potentially change your life. So if you're a younger brother or sister, you may have, you may have stumbled across this podcast. Let what Eric just told you and my own experiences. I know how to speak well. I know how to articulate. But with, at the drop of a dime, I could turn it on and talk street from mm-hmm. the drugs to the guns to the strip clubs to all that other stuff. But mm-hmm. if I'm seeing myself elevated to a different uh, environment or bracket of people, yeah. I can't carry that that street talking there. I might yeah. still have a little, you know, yeah. twang and all it. But I just for, for those watching, I write in public. I write in published books myself, but I help people write in published books. I right now about to do at the time of this recording, do some work with a, a ex con pastor individual who's very well connected in the government with people and all of that. So if I'm going around these people, mm-hmm. come on, man, I can't be in there talking about slanging hard and my set <laughs> wang, my set wanging when I pull up and all. They're like, yo, set wanging? What does that even mean? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my bad. My music is loud. You know, like, I'm just making yeah. fun. But truthfully, though, I like that you were able to build yourself up, build your vocabulary, and me watching you, you don't seem no less black, no less nothing else. So right. what's your thoughts on that thought process right there? Like that people say, oh, you less black because you using big words. What's your thoughts on that, bro? I mean, you know, <laughs> for <laughs> me, <laughs> for me, bro, to be 100% honest with you, I 
I'm I got a universal energy, man. Like anybody that ever comes in contact with me that is black or come from that, they know. They sure. know they know where I come from. They know that it, you know it's authentic with me. Uh-huh. And they're they most of the time thoroughly impressed, man. You know, because they can just see the work that I put into myself. That's it. Um and uh but for me, bro, my mindset and my, my stance on that is, you know, like I said, I've been around some of, you know, some savvy individuals in the streets. Yeah. And um, I've been in some 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 dark places, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been in the streets. I've been, I, I've been homeless. Mm-hmm. I've been uh, in juvenile detention. I've been in some 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 scary situations, man. For sure. And uh, I just felt like it wasn't too much that uh, I hadn't been into or hadn't seen or heard about the street life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I decided that I wanted to spend the rest of my life a different way. You know, I feel like, you know, uh, I did enough of that. I've, I've proved to myself that, you know, I can survive in that area that, um, you know, I, I know where I come from. Right. Yeah. So, and, you know, I don't have to prove anything to anybody else. Mm-hmm. I just have to prove to myself that I that 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 I'm being satisfied with my growth. Mm-hmm. And um, my brain, you know, and my mind was evolving and opening up, and I just, you know, I bought into it, and I, 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 I fed into, you know, the growth and and, and the desire to want to be better. I think we all have the that have the desire to evolve. I think mm-hmm. we all want to grow, but I think there's social chains and social mm-hmm. um, things that you know pressures that keep us from stepping out there and doing it you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying because we have to live in these environments man true. you know true, true. you you, you got to be a super courageous dude to do what i did you got to be a super courageous dude to go out here and say yo this is my new cool and and i don't i don't care what nobody say about it you know Fact. what i'm saying you know that's 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 hard because you could be received wrong in these areas mm-hmm. and things could go real bad for you you know um but i am like you said i'm 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 i'm, I'm proof that it's actually the, the the opposite. I get so much love from, you know, my community, all types of people, everybody, you know, they 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 show love verbally and physically. And I have haters as well, but that comes with it. You know, some people have like, you know, issues with other people being more successful than them. That's something that's not in our control. But for the most part, all of us that want to do better and we and we like to see other people doing better, letting letting us know that it's possible for ourselves. Cause I always was like that, you know. They always embrace me, and and that's those are the people that I do it for, man. And um, you know, that's that's something that I really feel like is important to know and to to highlight is these social pressures. That's what I'm really here to break. You know, I want people to understand like it's actually better on the other side. You know, that's man. I appreciate all that, man. That's 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 very that was very insightful. That was authentic. That was real, and it's great. That's 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 the reason for this podcast, man. To blanket, to take these truths, to take these beliefs, to take this. You know what can this episode do for the next person's mind that's hearing it? You know who might stumble across it, who might still be in the streets, or a brother who. Working a nine to five, but he's considering getting back out there. He's considering, you know, different avenues, yeah. you know. Yeah. But here it is. You living proof of what's possible. 
earning great earning great money, great income, taking care of your family, making moves, showing love to the city. It's fantastic, man. So as we get ready to close out, um, I think my question would be, if you were talking to a brother who, you know, maybe has a career, you know, driving truck, and not like they don't make money and all that, but a brother who's working a nine to five or something, he's starting to dabble and say, man, you know, I'm making some decent money with my check, but I want to, I want to put my money into something different. I keep hearing about real estate, but that job's so foreign. It's so foreign to me. I don't even know where to begin. What type of tips would you give a brother or sister that says, mm -hmm. I think I might want to get involved in real estate, but I don't know where to start, what to do. What would you say is the lowest barrier to entry with getting in the real estate game that within reason they can mm -hmm. turn a profit soon? Yeah, so this is probably the most important part of the podcast, man, because I would say nine times out of ten, you know, the low the low income people, the ninety nine percent where they fail where they fail at and where what they miss is the value of intelligence. They miss the value of information. You know, there, there, there's an opportunity for you to purchase intellectual property mm. that that can never be taken away from you. So I would say start small, buy some $150, $200 courses around a topic that you want. Mm -hmm. And this will start giving you access into different communities and access to different people. And you can start to decipher what information makes sense for you, but it's still the information. It's still the intelligence. And that's what we don't value in our community. We go buy shoes, clothes, things that make us look successful, house, car, but we don't buy the things that actually the root cause to success is intelligence, whether it's emotional intelligence, whether it's practical knowledge, but it's definitely intelligence. And all other groups have been you know, practicing this and that's how like people become wealthy or, or, or races and, and cultures become wealthy because it's a race for intelligence. That's why all other countries want to come over here to America because they want the, the intelligence, the savviness that we have, and they'll take it back to their place. But, um, but it's, it's all about getting information, man. So if you want to get started, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend throwing money directly into an investment. I would mm -hmm. recommend throwing money into the information to get your intelligence up, your intellectual property, which is actually the root cause to you getting wealthy. You know what I'm saying? Man, that was powerful. That was that was powerful. So to me, hearing what you just said now and taking it back a little bit to what you was talking about, that's where I see kind of that catch-22. Because it's like, what you just said is truth. You've lived it. You've experienced it. You got the receipts and everything. But culturally, largely, it's like, bro, I ain't trying to, nobody trying to do no schooling, man. Ain't nobody trying to listen to no podcasts. Like, yeah, yeah. How, how how have you been able to bridge the gap or break through that that mindset, man? Because you 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 just said it. Like, okay, you living in certain areas. All right, were you learning too much or you doing too much? Now you look different to the peer group or to the surroundings. So now, you know, it can be problematic being around there if you elevate. So yeah. how, how can a person possibly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, 
that's just one of those things you learn on the fly, bro. You know, you just be intelligent about it. But at the same time, you know, um, it, it's it's definitely a learning curve, bro. Um, I ain't gonna sit right here and act like I got it all figured out. For sure, that would be that wouldn't be real. But sure. I, I I will say, um, how how it happens is just being true to to thyself, just being sure. authentic to yourself. Sure. As you as you continue to be true to yourself and listen and go inward, mm-hmm. things start to reveal themselves more more clearer to you about you know who you are, and it reveals yourself clearer to other people. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like if I'm out here being myself a hundred percent, I'm going deeper and deeper just to be who I want to be and be myself. You're gonna sure. feel that when I come around you. You're gonna feel sure. it when I, when you see me. You're gonna feel it in my content. You're gonna yeah. feel it in my words. And you're yeah. gonna be able to accept me for that because there's no harm to you. It ain't like I'm portraying myself to be a rival gang member to you yeah. or something. How yeah. you viewing me is just somebody that's just in their own lane, yeah. just being true to themselves. And what tends to happen is as that starts to catch on and it, and, it, and, it, and it starts to get trendy, I think we'll see more people like that. But just in my immediate circle and in my life, oh. it's, I'm seeing that it is, you know, like I'm on this podcast, like I've been on many podcasts and I feel like that's all a result from that. I get DMs, I get calls, texts from all types of people the same way, bro. Mm-hmm. And um, that's just that's just proof of concept that, you know, it's actually um, something that people can take to and it's an energy transfer. It's something that, you know, people can actually uh, look up to and and get behind, you know, Um, because most of the time the leaders that we have is still a degree of, you know, confusion about like, where are they leading me? What is, you know, uh, you know, what's going on? So I think in our community, um, we just got away from the basics a lot, but as we continue to stick to the basics, which is being true to yourself, which is like not falling for peer pressures and yeah. falling for different traps and stuff. Like once you get out of that and you just start doing what you want to do and yeah. living your life through that, finding your gifts and living your life through it, you know, then that'll start to resonate with other people because ultimately, man, people want peace in their life. They want happiness, mm. peace and happiness. And that's what that's what gives you peace and happiness when you are being yourself. You don't have to keep on walking out here being tough or being too soft or being whatever it is, you know, that's not like really you, man. Um, that's that's real peace. That's real wealth, you know, and, and that's how we're going to start to get there, bro. But, yeah, that's man. how I'm, that's how I'm seeing it. Man, powerful, man. That's a that's a way to end it, man. I really appreciate your time. I know you're yeah. productive. Know you're making moves, man. Tell the people if you got any products, if you got any services, tell them how they can find you. I don't care if it's consultations, buy a home. Tell the people, man. Yeah, so um, my Instagram is uh, Major League Billy. Major League B-I-L-L-Y. Y'all can hit me up on IG. Um, My my Facebook is uh, Eric Hunter. That's my name. And um, y'all can find me on there, man, and keep up with what I got going on. Um, I got a lot cooking up. Like I said, I did 17 closings in the last 30 days, so it's definitely, you know, busy for me <laughs> in my real business. But, sure. you know, at the end of the day, uh, I got time for this, man. And um, I'm definitely looking forward to helping as many people as I can become millionaires, become wealthy, change their life, their family's life, and just change the trajectory. So 
catch up with me on Instagram or Facebook. And um, if there's anything, uh, any questions anybody has that's watching this, feel free to ask them, reference this podcast, and I have some free giveaways for y'all. Um, some things that could get you started with the financial literacy journey, whether it's your personal credit or getting involved in wholesaling. I'll give you guys a free ebook and a free quick start guide on the wholesaling space and uh, as well as a discount code to my course. So that's where you guys can find me, man. And that's what y'all get for, you know, tapping in with me on here with my guy, Marquise, man. And, uh, you know, we can get it. Man. I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. I truly did. So many nuggets, so much insight. I got a whole page. Like I told y'all, I take notes while I'm on the show. I come, I come as a student. I'm a student of life. You know what I'm saying? You can learn from anybody. So yeah. I got successful individuals on this podcast for y'all, you know, and for me so that I can learn, so that I can absorb because iron sharpens iron, you know, yeah. iron sharpens iron. So. I'm bringing successful individuals who got receipts, who winning in life, who are winning in business, who love their families. And that's just what we're doing here. So go check out E, uh, Eric. Go check out Major League Billy on Instagram. And we are doing this thing, y'all. So tune in. Check out. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode. We're just going to continue to bring the heat. But apply what you're learning. Apply what you are learning. All of this right. information does not help you. If you're not doing anything with it. So I appreciate y'all and I'll see you on the next one.